Hey, this is Heath Padgett, and welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 130. The RV Entrepreneur is a weekly podcast for nomadic entrepreneurs, and we are currently in New Zealand right now. I'm recording this test drive with Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Talk about nomadic entrepreneur. Yeah, talk about nomadic. Other side of the world. (laughs) We are actually in the future. If you're listening to this in America, if you're listening somewhere else, I don't know your time zone, but we have been... We're we're in the future for pretty much everyone. A lot of people, We're pretty close to the international dateline over here. Yeah, I call that innovation. But also, these are all pre-recorded, so we're also coming to you from the past. It's a, it's a weird time thing. Time it, is a weird it, thing. It's like seasons two through four of Heroes where you have no idea what time it is. <laughs> anyway, the purpose of these test drives, if you're new to the podcast, try to share something helpful and tactical about building your business or your life on the road. And today's episode is more or less just a little bit of an update on what it's like camper vanning in New Zealand. If it's you've a been, life on the road. Yeah. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, you know we've been planning a trip over here. And it's really been our dream to go travel abroad and spend some time together traveling internationally. And we have heard from lots of friends that just how amazing New Zealand was. And you see photos online and you hear stories and rave stories from people who, you know, watch Lord of the Rings and things like that. Like you should go <laughs> visit New Zealand. And it has not disappointed. We have been in our RV for seven days today. And um, this is a recap of the first week. Yeah, pretty much everything we've learned, everything we learned from the first week. So we're driving around with our friends, Michelle and Jed. Uh, They rented a van here as well. We rented a camper van. And essentially, she outlined some questions because they listen to the podcast. She's like, here's some questions that I would want to know about camper vanning in New Zealand on what it's like. So we're just going to dive in and answer some of those questions. First of all, what are the rules that we have had to adjust to while driving in New Zealand? I feel like the basic one, obviously. Driving on the left side. Driving on the left side of the road, driving on the right side of the car. Those things aren't difficult. I mean, they're adjustment. They're not difficult. What's hard is shifting gears because you have to do that with your left hand instead of your right. That's your biggest struggle is the gear shifting? No, just it's (laughs) your biggest struggle because earlier you tried to like drive while it was in neutral and the emergency brake was on. So you're just revving the engine at everyone. Yeah. I've, I, my biggest struggle has been turning right. So we are in a 23 foot, just give you some context. We were originally going to be renting like an eight and 19 foot rig, a camper van over here, but we ended up getting a upgraded to a 23 footer. We rented through a company called wilderness Motorhomes. That was recommended to us by our friend, Richard, who came to our summit Shout out, Richard. Thanks for recommending Wilderness. Uh, but we're in a 23-foot rig, and one of the things I've struggled with is, like, just making right turns. Really, it doesn't matter what vehicle. Like, making right turns has been kind of weird because it's, like, you have to turn right, stay on the left side of the road. So that's been kind of a struggle for me. And the other rule of the road, I guess, that we've had to adjust to, roundabouts. There are no intersections in New Zealand. I'm convinced. There's no intersections. Everything is, is a, roundabout. a roundabout. Which is, I guess it's... Like a smart thing because it's like continuous, continuous flow efficient. of traffic, allegedly efficient, but they're so stressful when you're on the other side of the road and you've got like these two, like multiple lane roundabouts and there's cars coming from like six different directions because there's so many roads that come together in this one central roundabout. They've been very stressful. Heath has gotten some angry looks. It's like organized chaos. And one of the, the crazy thing about the roundabouts are... 
that some of them don't even have like a curb and things like that. They're just literally a flat white circle painted on the road. Like, that's it. But, like, you still should have seen all the signs that are, like, <laughs> roundabout ahead, give way, all right. yield. What is different about the cost and availability of facilities, water, bathrooms, dump stations in New Zealand versus the U.S.? Has that or anything else changed for how you use the facilities in your camper van? So our camper van comes with a cassette toilet. So mm-hmm. that's a little toilet that you pull out uh, for your black tank and your waste. So we have to dump that daily, which is super unique. But the one thing I will say about New Zealand is that... It's crazy friendly to RVers. Crazy friendly. So like every city that we roll into, every town, we haven't really been in big cities other than Christchurch, has camper van parking at every store, most businesses. And they have camper van like parking in general for the town, which usually don't roll into a place and there be a place that's designated for motorhomes. But also they've had public toilets everywhere, public dump stations everywhere. It's very much a country catered for campers. Yeah. And they're really big on freedom camping over here. So finding, you know, the equivalent of boondocking or wild camping in the U.S. So being able to take your camper van and just stay wherever. Mm-hmm. We've been using an app called CamperMate, which has been really helpful for us on just finding the coordinates of all of these boondocking free camping locations. And they have been incredible. And I think that's been one of the bigger differences for us versus you know New Zealand versus America. The app for finding these campsites is so good because you can you can see reviews right there in the app and you can go straight to google maps and like plot the coordinates and everything but it's been i think the biggest you know game changer for us because it can tell you everything you need to know right there and we can just zip on over and i think part of that is also you know the mobility of having a 23 yeah excuse me a seven meter (laughs) van i think the other thing that's big for us because we have done We've obviously boondocked in the U.S., but our, we've never really went through the process of setting up an RV to be, like, really great for boondocking. Like, we haven't had the battery bank. We haven't had solar. Mm-hmm. Uh, our fridge was residential, so it just ate through stuff. So we just – and we were a little bit bigger at 33 feet in a tow car. So, like, our style of travel has been very different in the U.S. versus being over here where, like, my stress level is really, really low. Like, whenever we're driving – Unless into, you're in a roundabout. Unless I'm in a roundabout. Screw those. <laughs> but it's, like, my stress level is low because we can just, like, park in a regular parking spot. Like, I'm not worried about where we're going to camp. So mm-hmm. it's, like, I was worried about being in a really small space – but that actually hasn't been a factor at all. Again, we've only been in here seven days. So ask me again in like 40 if I still feel that way. But for the time being, like I feel like sacrificing size for my lower stress level will probably help me live longer and enjoy the trip more. And when we go back to America, we want to get a smaller rig. A smaller rig, yeah. We were inspired. <laughs> What's been the most difficult thing about camper vanning in New Zealand so far? Having to look at beautiful... I have nothing to complain about. We're here in the most amazing like scenery ever you know like the drives have been incredible i haven't i don't really have anything the question was not like what would you like to complain about it was what is difficult what would you say has been difficult kilometers kilometers (laughs) what is a kilometer it means nothing to me (laughs) i thought the kilometers were like half a mile and so then I could be like, oh, 50 kilometers. Oh, I'm going like 25 kilometers per hour. No, 50 kilometers per hour. That's like 25 miles. We have no idea. I can't. I can't figure it out. And then when I'm you... wrong when I double check on Google. And I just, I don't understand what it means. And all these signs are like, yo, yeah, just go like 120 kilometers an hour. And I'm like, what? What? 
This means nothing to me. And then when you tell Kiwis, that's what New Zealanders call themselves, Kiwis, that you don't understand kilometers, like, oh, y'all are still in the metric system? What's happening over no, there? No, kilometers are the metric system. Okay. You're, y'all are still in the... The stupid system. Yeah. They basically make fun that we don't, that we're still using miles and pounds. And then and... they try to explain a kilogram and it's just... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm American. Yeah. So the conversions have been a struggle for us. Wishing we paid a bit more attention in grade school when they taught these things. Yeah. Don't get me started on Celsius either. Yeah. Okay. How is the Wi-Fi situation in New Zealand? So one of the things that um, Wilderness, the company we run it through, that they offered up was $10 a day. You can get a router on your rig. And we talked about it and we're like, that's kind of steep because we're here for 47 days, 470 New Zealand dollars. It's like a 76. 76 cents on the dollar conversion so either way it was pretty pricey for our trip to do the ten dollar on board wi-fi but we mm-hmm. found a couple who had rented through them before and they were like you should do it it's totally worth it um and so we took their word for it and this morning at our freedom campsite in the middle of nowhere we had 67 megabytes download and then eight megabytes upload speed and uh, yeah I it upload- was incredible i uploaded our youtube video in record time i have legitimately never uploaded anything as fast as i uploaded just on the side of like a lake, a random yeah. lake on the side of a scenic highway mountains all around. So super, super impressed. And they did tell us, you know, when we picked up the rig, they're like, you'll get good service in these areas. Not as good. Like on the far West coast, they're like, just count on not having any service. So yeah. it's really good to kind of know that, you know, sometimes we'll have service. Sometimes we won't. Where we are right now, we've got service. Yay. I love yeah. it. And so, I mean, if you're going to come over here for an extended period of time, I think that's helpful. We also had a Vodafone SIM card that we picked up whenever we uh, got our rental last for week. For your phone. Yeah, for the phone. So that's been helpful, too, when we haven't had cell data. How, when we haven't had Wi-Fi from yeah. the RV. So how is our travel schedule different in New Zealand? We've kind of blown up our travel schedule over here. So if you've heard me talking on the podcast, like one of our big goals a year or two ago was to transition away from more client-based projects, like doing more dollars for hours. And so being over here in New Zealand, we've like taken on intentionally less projects. So no, we can... no, no, we've, we have no projects. <laughs> we've taken on nothing. <laughs> well, we still have campground booking. You're still working on, you know, well, we have no clients. We have no clients right now. We have now. no clients. So everything that we're doing is totally on our own, which is, you know, Good and bad. Having clients kind of forces you to work because you have someone else's expectations. Not having clients means I don't have to do anything today if I don't want to. So to be completely honest, it's been a weird transition because for the past few years, we have been incredibly heads down. Let's pay off debt. You know, Mm -hmm. let's make sure we can sustain this life and and keep growing our business. And if there's opportunities that come our way, yes, yes, yes. Like we'll take them. And then, you know, we host our summit. So it's like then projects on top of that on, you know, on top of getting a software business going. So it's just been crazy to go on the other side of the world and, you know, finish, wrap up our summit. So we host the conference, you know, tune down some client work and then being over here where our time is kind of wide open other than just working on our own projects. So all that to say, our travel schedule has been nuts the first week. Like we have went everywhere. We've driven every day. (laughs) We have driven every day and we've explored every day, but we are doing, we're doing daily videos while we're over here. And a big part of that was because we want to enjoy and appreciate every minute while we're here. And yes, we're going to work while we're here. Like obviously we're recording a podcast and we're, you know, pushing out videos, writing blogs, sending out newsletters, doing all these things that we normally do for our business. But we're going to take the time to enjoy it. So it's kind of been this very intentional decision every single day. We're going to go do something fun. Yep. 
And I think, honestly, that's a way better way to do it, sis. <laughs> it's way more fun. You just get to play, and then you check email, and then you're done. Yeah, I mean, it's been a bit more than that. We, <laughs> but all right. How does this experience make you feel about trying to RV in other countries? Heath literally, we're eating lunch earlier. He's like, babe. I think we really need to get it on the calendar that we're going to RV in Europe with the Holcombs next year. Because we were talking to them about it at our summit a couple weeks ago. But he's saying it to me as if he has to convince me. I'm totally in. And just being over here has solidified that, yes, absolutely, this is such an amazing way to see any country that I'm, I'd totally be down with, you know, going to Europe for... How long? How long are we going to go? No idea. TBD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you've been to Europe, like shoot us a message and you've been camper vanning over there or RVing, whatever they call it in Europe, mm-hmm. let us know. But so far, New Zealand has been an amazing adventure for us. And this is more of an update episode than anything. Just kind of share like how we've been enjoying it. And if you want to uh, tag along for more of the adventures and kind of see like what our day to day has been like over here in the RV, Alyssa has been editing and we've been posting more of our videos from our adventures in New Zealand. So you can go to our YouTube at Heath and Alyssa and check those out. But thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Anything else you want to add, Alyssa? You're really cute. Okay, so nothing. All right, I'll see you guys next week on the RV Entrepreneur Podcast. 